Hello and welcome to Weathersnap. I'm Claire Nazir. I'm Alex Deakin. What is coming up this week? Well, it's the first of three bank holidays coming up in the next month or so. And uh, as always, here in the UK, we are in search of sunshine. But first, Spain has hit the headlines yet again. And this time it's to do with a heat wave. And this heat wave has come earlier than seasonally it tends to. We do get a surge of heat, obviously, across Iberia. Lots of warm air wafting up from North Africa. Last year, it was May we were talking about this. This year, it is April. And we've seen some exceptional temperatures across the region. And it's not just about the temperatures either, Claire, because it has also been very dry. And April is actually on track to be the driest on record, with not a single drop of rain falling across more than half of the country in the first 17 days of the month. And since October, which marks the beginning of the hydrological year, rainfall has been 23% below normal. Now, I find that quite remarkable because mm. we've had the south shifted jet for much of the winter and spring and actually we seem to have the low pressure systems to the south of the uk they must have all been going across france and to the north of spain because spain has been so incredibly dry absolutely and it it is incredibly worrying because obviously they're coming into their late spring now and summer where it gets so hot and having a drought early on you know this time of year you get the effective rain when the rainfall just comes it's able to seep into the water table. And that's so important for water resource through the summer months where it's a long summer there. It really is. And in, in response to the drought, parts of Spain have imposed restrictions on water use for agriculture, as well as tourism, public gardens, refilling of swimming pools, all these things which are essential for tourist industry over there. There are restrictions just because of the lack of rain. Yeah, and you, you touched on it earlier as well. You know, this does go back historically. Last year, we talked about the heat in May, so the hottest May on record, 2022. And of course, during the summer, they were also hit by severe heat waves with temperatures uh, regularly getting over 40 degrees and at times close to the mid 40s. So it has been a very hot, very dry spell. Um, the highest temperatures tend to be inland, away from the coast, where a lot of the, the tourists are, of course. So actually, the highest temperatures tend to be inland, particularly close to the border with Portugal. And also in that area, let's not forget you know, the wildfires that hit uh, last year in particular. But for the past few years, parts of Spain and Portugal have been really badly hit with violent wildfires. Uh, again, it's all part of the same process, isn't it? Dry weather, hot weather and wildfires all kind of in a vicious circle. So it's April this time, it's springtime and, you know, the weather in Spain, I've been to Spain in April and it, it's been quite cool and wet. It's rare to talk about 40 degrees in the forecast at this time of year across those parts. So how has this happened? Well, yesterday I caught up with Mark Sidaway. He's a regular on this podcast. He's just brilliant. He's got so much information and he works for the Global Guidance Unit here at the Met Office and he shed some light on why this extreme heat has arrived across Spain. We've been watching the temperatures rise across Spain and North Africa for several days now. It's a combination of things, really. The ground in Spain is very dry. That's one ingredient you need for a heat wave. Uh, we've also had high pressure. So within a high pressure, air descends. And as it descends, it compresses and warms. And also we've drawn in warmer air from the surface over North Africa into southern Spain. So all those factors have combined to see those temperatures rise day on day. Why is the ground so dry? It's 
basically been just a high pressure in charge across that region for several months now. So a large part of Iberia and North Africa is in quite severe drought. So that's another contributing factor. Relative to average maximum temperature levels, how high are we talking here? Broadly speaking, we've been 10 to 15 degrees Celsius above where we would expect to be at this time of year. So typically an inland area of southern Spain would be somewhere around the mid-20s as a maximum at this time of year. So that's a good 10 in places 15 degrees above average. And, you know, cast your mind back to the UK last summer where we peaked above 40 degrees. This is the scale or the intensity of the heat in April in Spain. Has it been record-breaking? It's hard to believe, isn't it, that, you know, the, the extreme heat we saw last summer, they're seeing already this year in Spain. But yeah, uh, we think the April record has been broken. We've seen a temperature of 38.7 recorded at Cordoba Airport. We'll keep an eye on it for the next hour or so. That might go up a little bit more. Uh, but yeah, that is a new April record for Spain. Let's just get some perspective here. We're not talking along the coast, but we are talking southern Spain, Andalusia. Yeah, it's mainly Andalusia, that's southern Spain. If you know Spain, it's um, it's quite mountainous in that part of the world. But once you get over the other side of the mountains, it's that inland area uh, around Seville, Cordoba, where we often see extreme temperatures through the summer months. And it borders Portugal, where, again, they've seen some excessive heat. Temperatures in Portugal yesterday were in the mid-30s, which is exceptionally hot for this time of year. We really wouldn't expect to see temperatures this high in April. Are we concerned about wildfires? Yep, that's another factor. Vegetation's very dry, high temperatures and low humidity add to the mix. So, yeah, there is, is a lot of concern across Iberia at the moment. And for people from the UK heading to Spain, they normally head to the coast. How has it been here and what's the forecast? On the coast, the sea surface temperatures are still a little bit cooler at this time of year. So coastlines tend to be cooler than inland areas and we have seen that. I mean, it's still been very warm on the coast of southern Spain. We've seen temperatures into the high 20s, but that's a good 5 to 10 degrees down on what we see inland. And the forecast is probably for another hot day on Friday, but then we think temperatures will cool off a little bit over the weekend as they draw in some slightly fresher air from the north. Thanks very much to Mark for that. Mark Sidaway there from the Global Guidance Unit. Temperatures actually peaked at 38.8 degrees Celsius on Thursday, making it provisionally the hottest April day on record. The Spanish Weather Service uh, will be verifying that over the next day or so, but we've also provisionally broken the April records for Portugal and Morocco as well. So it's not just in Europe, also parts of North Africa have been affected by this heat wave. And warnings still exist today across some parts of Andalusia inland, just slightly east to where they were yesterday. But again, expecting temperatures in excess of 36 degrees Celsius. Now, for more information, you can go to the Spanish Met Service website. It's really good and it is also mm. in English. So that's www.aemet.es and some great information there. And if you are heading to the coast, temperatures have been lower there because sea surface temperatures around this time of year are only around 18, 19 degrees Celsius. So there is a cooling effect with the sea breezes, which obviously just takes the edge off that intense heat, which is happening across um, the inland areas. So that's Spain, Alex. Having the last few months been talking about the intense heat ahead of the monsoon in India. 
yeah, the pre-monsoon heats, something that happens every year, but again is one of those things that seems to be happening earlier and earlier each year. Last month we saw exceptional temperatures across India, and now we've started to see pre-monsoon rainfall, the, the heat triggering some heavy and thundery showers. Yes, and these have been, again, quite intense, and there's been some localised flooding. But what I, I, you know, I've been reading about this story, and we do follow the weather across Asia quite closely. And during this time of year, when they get these pre-monsoon showers, they name them. There are names across oh. different regions of India, which I think is just lovely, don't you? So um, West Bengal, they're called the Kalbe Saki or Bakkabe Saki, and that's basically pre-monsoon showers. But across other parts of the country, Alex, they have other names. Mango showers is one I particularly like, but also blossom shower. That's what they're called in, in Kerala. So different parts of the country call these uh, pre-monsoon showers, have different names for them. I think that's rather charming. Oh, I do love that. And in fact, the forecast for this week is for some daily totals to reach around 75, perhaps even 100 millimetres. So accumulating, yes, there's a lot of rain just in this area, which I think just takes the edge off the heat, which we were reporting on a few weeks ago. So, yes, just we're keeping an eye on that. And it's just worth noting there is a risk of some quite intense storms developing across the northeast of India and northern parts of Pakistan with large hail and even the risk of tornadoes here. Um, flash flooding also a risk with uh, landslides. So, yes, these heavy showers, they do really sort of bring some relief from that intense heat but at the same time come with their own impacts. Two to 300 millimetres. When you put that into context of, you know, parts of East Anglia only get 600 millimetres of rain across a year. So in a few days, you're getting half a year's rainfall. Just to put into context what other parts of the world in terms of that intense rainfall. And this is the pre-monsoon rains. It's not even the, it's not even the heaviest burst from the, from the monsoon rain. So just, yeah, just amazing to think about the different contrast with what constitutes heavy rain in different yeah. parts of the world. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, heavy rain for me is when I get my hair wet when I'm taking the dog for a walk. Um, <laughs> and actually, to be honest, you know, we're going to have to dodge the showers this weekend in the UK. They are there, aren't they? And slow moving. So, Alex, it's a bank holiday. Mm. Do you think any of these in Maine, there's three of them, it's excessive, to be honest. I think it's a bit too much. But are any of them going to be one of those weekends where we'll see photos in the tabloids of the, the typical guy on a beach with a hanky over his head, eating a ice cream, wearing a string vest and shorts? Wow. I mean, well, that's, I'm sorry, that's, I'm talking about you there. Sorry. That's but, an you image. Know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, well, it's always interesting, isn't it? Because... Bank holiday weekends, we always get asked the question, and is it going to be hot and sunny? Now, the chances of three days, all parts of the UK being hot and sunny in May are slim to negligible. I remember a couple of years ago, we had two bank holidays in May where actually it was fine and sunny for pretty much all parts of the UK for almost all three days. And it was almost unprecedented. Uh, so, yeah, the chances of that pretty slim, but the chances of equally raining for three days across the whole of the UK are, are also very slim indeed. So it's never a complete washout. There's always somewhere. Uh, and it is getting warmer this weekend. It's been a really cold week. People are a bit fed up. 
often uh, through May and uh, through April and March. It has been quite cool and quite showery, although overall, actually, spring isn't far off average in terms of rainfall and temperature. But we have had cooler spells. It does feel, I think we've had a lack of sunshine. That's been the biggest thing through April. Sunshine's been down, so it feels like it's been cooler. And yes, it is getting warmer. So that's the that's the key takeaway this weekend. It will be getting warmer. Scotland will take a while. It's still going to be cold in Scotland on Saturday, but even here it should get a bit milder compared to recent days. It has been a cold week. It's getting warmer for the weekend. There will be some sunshine, but there will also be showers. We are not tapping into the heat from Iberia. We're not getting that heat, but we are getting warmth. But that warmth is coming from the Atlantic. So it's coming from the southwest rather than the south. It's coming from the southwest. So we are getting moisture with that so it's going to be a humidity the humidity increasing and we're also as a result going to get showers so it will be a case of dodging the showers now some places won't see many at all eastern england for example saturday sunday probably most places dry further west there will be a few showers on saturday quite a lot of showers on sunday but then on monday bank holiday monday itself there is the risk of showers in the east but elsewhere it will be mostly dry so it's a question of picking your day keep up to date with the forecast Check out our broadcasts on YouTube uh, and make sure you get our app as well. And then you'll get the get the latest information on there. Well, that's good news. And actually, let's not forget that Scotland had some cracking weather earlier this month. Orkney had 13 hours of sunshine one day and there was some 21s across Western Scotland. Mm-hmm. So it really is one of those things where... You know, our weather is so varied across such a, you know, the island isn't very big, is it? It's a thousand miles really from north, south to north. Yet the variation in in weather can be really significant. And uh, that's exactly what we've seen through April. And, you know, the south. I thought you were going to say it's exactly why we love our job. (laughs) Yeah, it's been really, this week has been really hard, I think, because it's been so bitty, hasn't it? It's just like, there's been lots of messy weather. There's been nothing, I would say, coherent where you can talk about a swathe of rain trundling yeah. in from the west. And this, you know, it's like, oh. Uh. And that's often, that's <laughs> that technical term. Uh. Yeah. Uh, and that's often the case, you know, as you get into this transition, you know, the, the jet stream is weakening. So you're not going to get these bands of rain coming across. Any weather fronts are, are starting to be fairly weak affairs. So you don't get that. It's often the case of early spring into the summer. And then later in the summer, we'll obviously be looking at, you know, the temperatures rising, the potential for big thunderstorms. But yeah, we're kind of in that mid phase at the moment where if the weather is kind of mixed, it is it is very bitty. And you need, you know, you need three minutes for a weather forecast. Whereas yeah. particularly when you're on Channel 5, you've only got 70 seconds. So it's tough yeah. to get it all in. It's a skill. It's a skill. <laughs> and now, just before we go, let's find out what happened last week in terms of temperature extremes across the UK. Here's Aidan McGiven with last week's highs and lows. And last week, I think he was in Scotland and is testament to the fact it was a great week up there. Wasn't that two weeks ago? Oh, yeah, two weeks ago. Well, it's, it just merges. This, this has been a tough month, Alex. <laughs> it really has. Here are your extremes for the week beginning Monday the 17th of April. The warmest place was in Kinlochiu, Ross and Cromarty with a high on Monday of 21.2 Celsius, making it the warmest day of the year so far. It wasn't quite that warm in Scotland when I was there on my holidays. The coldest spot was also in Scotland during the early hours of Saturday morning when Braemar in Aberdeenshire dipped to minus 5.6 Celsius. And Saturday was the wettest day in Cold Rose, Cornwall. 24 millimetres of rain fell. 
And finally, the sunniest place was Tyree in Argyle with 14.1 hours of sunshine on Thursday. Thanks very much to Aidan. Um, have a good bank holiday weekend, Alex. Thanks again for your insights. I'm sorry we've got no sort of astro um, information this week, um, what's going on in, you know, beyond our atmosphere. But we'll come back to that at some point in the next few weeks with some expert insights from Alex Deacon. There's always the space. We can always, always. go to space, can't we? That's always, yeah. it's always there. It's not going anywhere. Um, <laughs> thanks, very, thanks very much, Klaus. Speak to you again soon. And thanks very much for listening. We'll see you next week. Weathersnap is a podcast by the UK Met Office. For the latest weather conditions where you are, download the Met Office weather app.